Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Square Mile Conversations. We have another cracker for you. Star of Cowboy Bebop, Mustafa Shakir, is interviewed by his former on-screen nemesis, Nick Cage himself, Mike Coulter. Moo, Moo, man. Uh, it's been a long time since I talked to you, man. It's, it's, I mean, well, not a long time since I talked to you, but it's been years since I've seen you. And uh, I, I see you all the time because, you know, obviously, you know, you're doing work and, and that's great. And that sort of makes me feel like I have seen you all the time. So I really don't don't feel like I haven't seen you because I see you everywhere. You know, you're always doing something and that's great. And I, and I love that. Um, obviously, you know, we work together and I'm I'm going to jump off by asking you because it, it's great that I'm seeing you in this, 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 you know, Cowboy Bebop thing that's doing that's going on right now. And when you and I first worked together in Luke Cage, you played a villain, a really great villain, by the way. And uh, and I thought the second season was fire. But I, I feel like, you know, this is a turn for you because you're another side now. Now you're a quote unquote good guy, you know, right? There's gray, but you're on the other side. So how does that feel and what do you like better? Um, I like playing villains more, quite honestly. Um, I just think they're more complex and fun. Um, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily true, but, um, yeah, I have a lot of fun with that just because like, I don't do that in my real life. So it's like mm-hmm. a good place to, um, <laughs> vent my yeah. evil. In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An outlet. This is art therapy for sure. Um, mm-hmm. no, but I mean, doing jet black man is fun. It's fun. Be- I mean, he's not your straight and narrow, like good guy, as you mm-hmm. said, is great is there with him too so there's some some complexity to play in so i i've, I've had fun with them um he's really uh, an oxymoron you know he's like super caring but that this gruff mm-hmm. dude mm-hmm. That, that's you know i can get behind that you know just uh yeah you know what i mean yeah uh, yeah absolutely contrast do, do do then then because you know i think a lot of actors you know sort of also feel like the villains are more complex does it then does it then stand true that maybe sometimes when you're playing a good guy, it's more difficult because you have to find ways to make them, you know, a, a, a three-dimensional character. You have to find ways to make people still want to see him succeed. And you and because it's, it's, it's more difficult. People looking for the villain, want the villain to, to win sometimes. They're like, oh, they're cheering for the villain. And that's always like a challenge sometimes as an actor because when you're playing a good guy, you still want people to, at the end of the day, want you to win. So it's, does it feel harder? No, not necessarily. No. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just speaking from like me embracing what the industry has given me so far. Yeah. And I've just, yeah. I've, I've played quite a few villains. And so I found mm-hmm. like, um, I, I found my motivation. You know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. If I'm going to do this, then I'm going to have fun. And this is why. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I said what I said, but at the same time, I, I also feel that there's mad complexity in the good guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think one of the beautiful things is to show how even they're not one dimensional. You know what I mean? I mean, how about you? I like playing a good guy. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I like you. Every time I do, well, here's the thing. Every time I do one thing, if, if I'm going project to project and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm able to sort of separate, I like to do one of each. It just gives you a chance to sort of stretch your muscle and just kind of balance it out because, you know, I, I feel like I get bored and I don't want to do the same thing. But, you know, sometimes you get a couple of things in a row that are in the same vein and you just if it's really great and writing's great, you want to try it. So it's not always that r- the general rule like, oh, I'm going to try this. And I'm going to try that. 
you know, you kind of take what's coming your way and hopefully it will challenge you and hopefully you'll be fulfilled because I can't always say that everything's going to fall out just the way I want it to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's not life. Um, yeah, yeah. totally. Um, I, so, I hear that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, talk to me about the music because before we get off of is, you know, there's been music obviously, and there was music in cage. We had some great composers. And it's become a, it's become the thing that people, I mean, music has always been huge. I mean, let's not pretend like, you know, that this is a new thing, but <laughs> the type of music that is, that is being put in certain things now, it really gives it a specific flavor. Now, Cowboy Bebop, obviously, again, has a great music score, musical score and a, and a phenomenal composer. You yourself are, is, are a really accomplished musician. I mean, you, 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 you put some dope tracks out. You have some really good stuff, man. And and I, I still, you know, I'm still waiting for the rest of the world to understand how good you are, because a lot of times people try to put you in a box. But I see you as a phenomenally talented person that can actually probably do both. And at some point, it's going to probably really mesh at some point somewhere. But I'm looking at this project, you know, Bebop, and it's got the composing, the music and stuff. Do you, A, uh, how does how does that influence or help you in terms of, of how this 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 the, the 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 genre is how the how the 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 um the tone of the show but also i want to know do you feel like maybe at some point you could possibly you know be able to sort of uh not compose necessarily or maybe just lend your lend your lend your skills to the show and, and and put a put down a track or two because it'd be nice to always you know to be able to do something like that for your for the show that you're on yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, Yoko kind of kills this, man. Bebop, I feel like, you know, uh, we were talking about it like in this press week, it's got echoed so many times. It's like she's the heart and soul of, a, of, of, of Bebop, like that sound, that jazz. It's like, mm -hmm. I mean, she, as you said, you, music is hugely important, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, for Bebop, it totally is, it's a, it's a, it, it sets a tone um, for mm -hmm. sure. In terms of my own music, thanks. I appreciate the love on it. I um I I do it because I have to. Like it's it sort of haunts me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, um, I, I wish it didn't sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, I want to um do some. I can yeah, I can see me soundtracking some stuff. I mean, in, in fact, it's loosely in the plans. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a matter of like. Uh, finding its way. I'm doing a lot more licensing now. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm right for that format. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. like sound. So yeah, I'm playing around. Um, everything's possible. Give, give me Just before we get off the music thing, give me two tracks that, because you keep making music and I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with the way. Give me two tracks that people, if they want to hear or sample some of your stuff, what two tracks right now would you say? Let me just, just listen to these if you have time. I think for contrast, I would go King Shit, which is the last uh -huh. um, that I put out. Um, um, it's more in like the, the dancey, bouncy vibe, which I was just playing mm -hmm. around. Um, mm -hmm. And maybe uh, Ali. Ali's a, it's like a really fun track that's like more uh -huh. like hip hop and driving. So like, mm -hmm. yeah, well, if they go on Spotify and check me out, this, yep. this, yep. that was actually. Yep, that's cool because I actually remember Ali. Actually, I do remember that track, and I was actually in the car listening to that track because um, because you're on Spotify, and I and I think I downloaded the album, but I think you know I think it's on. It, at some point, I was listening to it in the car, so when you said driving. I'm like, yeah, I remember this track, and it, and it definitely was fire. So um, let let me see. So this is the question I have for you because I actually don't know the answer to it, and it, you would think by now since I've known you several years, but it's not a question you ask somebody all the time, especially who's who is uh, who are in the business as well, but. 
you think to yourself, there's always a moment when you thought about like what I'm going to do with my life. And sometimes it happens early. Sometimes you fall into it as music and as, as being a musician and an actor, what happened or who happened when it happened that you decided that this is what I want to do. And then I wanted you to, I want you to tell me, when did you know that you made the right decision, whether it be because you were making it financially because you just felt in your heart and soul, you were in the right path. So give me the, the when, the how, the why, and when it felt like you were right. Wow, that's a, that's a, um, I'll try and give a, uh, okay. a kind of concise one with this. It, Cause I, I it, it was kind of serendipitous. Um, I was, I think I was telling Kelly this, um, but yeah, like I was at Cornell doing, I was for international, um, banking and finance. Um, mm-hmm. I was, uh, what? okay. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Okay. I was, man, I was up there. I was in it, all the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I just, but it was driving me crazy. Like literally I had done business my whole life. So like, I knew the basics of it. I was just going to formalize mm-hmm. a degree, but like, I was like, God mm-hmm. damn, y'all complicating shit. So yeah. I wasn't, at, then I'd go to, you know, English class in the afternoon, write poetry and people loved it. And I was like, man, I feel something in my soul. So when I went back to the city in the summertime, I was like, yo ma, I'm not really feeling this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was eating. I mean, there was a few other factors up there. But she was like, I'm going to take you to the Negro Ensemble Company, boy. And, you know, you, you're you always writing something. Let's see if they can, you know, find a place for you. So I was like, all right. So mm-hmm. I was supposed to go write a writing workshop, you know, because I've always mm-hmm. been writing my whole life before anything. And um, I got there and it was it was not a writing workshop. In fact, it was a scene and monologue workshop. But like I sat in the back, it was all folding chairs. So I couldn't leave out. And I didn't want to because it was like all these performances mm-hmm. This is, this is fire. But then Charles Weldon or, um, and Chuck Patterson, the dude from um, uh, The Five Heartbeats, who's a manager, he was the, mm-hmm. uh, was the uh, moderator. He was like, yo, what are you doing here, newbie? I was like, well, I came for writing, but this is obviously not the right class. He was like, mm-hmm. well, and then my mom was like, go up there and do a poem. Did a poem. Long story short, they told me to go get this play, Zoo Man and the Sign. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, Giancarlo Esposito originated mm-hmm. this one. Funny, I got to meet him later on. But um, I, I came back and I did that, that monologue and the rest is history. Like from that, from that time on, they got me, I got, I did a bunch of plays out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, did you, did it give you chills? Did you, when you did the monologue, was it after or during you, you know what I mean? Like did, did it hit you while you were doing it? When, yeah. when did you feel like oh, yeah, yeah, the response? Yeah. Yeah. It was to me. It was like, yeah, that was like, yeah, that's a good moment to focus in on. Cause like, yeah, when I first went in there and I did that monologue, it was something so like, I wasn't in my head at all. It was just that fresh newness, that pureness. And like, I felt that rhythm and, and everybody else did. And they were just like blown away. Mm-hmm. And you need to go do this. And that's, I, that's essentially, that's why they, they gave, they gave me all these opportunities out of there. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And I booked my first television show, New York Undercover, based on the referral of Carol Con White, who was the director of the program at the time. And I didn't know, I didn't know what a manager was. I didn't know what an agent was. I didn't know nothing. And I bu- booked a guest star on one of the most popular shows. Um, yeah. and, you know, and that was, that was kind of confirmation. I was like, 
I just fell into it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, mm-hmm. man, I had to join the union. Like, I had to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that yeah. Tap, oh, yeah, that tap, that tap hardly. You, yeah, you, I was like, yeah, oh, man, it's, well, it's marriage. You know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah, once you pay that money to get in, it's like, well, this is a commitment here because I got I can't just break even. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now right? I owe you money. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I have to pay my whole check to them? To- yeah, yeah. It's a watch. Yeah. Yeah, like I, now I got to come up. I have to continue to work because this is not going to be. Yeah, borrowed hundred fifty dollars from. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. I had to borrow from my brother. Yeah, I had to borrow it. And I still remember. It. You had to borrow the money, and they were like, "What? Yeah, I had to borrow that yeah. because what I, I got did. didn't pay enough to do on top it." Of, on top of the, the paycheck. Yes. But, yeah, it was cool when that residual came around. I was like, "What? They're yeah. gonna pay the same amount again?" again. Yeah. Huh? What? Yeah, those good okay. old days. Investment, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I think you know, just putting one foot in front of the other, you know, mm-hmm. it it just like it challenged me in a way that nothing else did. You know what I mean? It was like then I had to master myself, and my emotions, going in those audition mm-hmm. rooms, how to like be detached yet be passionate, and like all of that just thrilled me, you know, and it kept mm-hmm. me busy. But I was always in the back of my mind thinking I'm gonna go back to school for internet <laughs> for, for, for yeah. you know. To, um yeah so that was that was it like that whole sequence of events is i think you know telltale sign that i was in the right place at the right time mm-hmm. you know yeah um it just happened way too serendipitously for me not to notice i mean it did kick my ass later on mm-hmm. because you know like you have to earn your stripes you know i got in easy but then once i ended mm-hmm. i had to earn yeah, by that time you 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 committed and you and you drunk yeah. the Kool Aid and you 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 got the bug you bit bitten yeah. and so you have to just continue because there's really no turning back at this point. You know, I mean, you could, no. but no, you kind of yeah, yeah, you'll never be right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no fucking follow through. So no, um, I get it. Yeah, man. Well, well I mean, it's later. Twenty. I know. I know. It's like um, I remember because I, I remember the first time I met you, and it was funny because I didn't hang out. I mean. I never hung out with a lot of actors. So I had like a few actors, friends that I knew, but most of, most of the actors I know always had a, a, a wealth or a network of actors they hung out with. And I guess, cause I was always grinding on my day job. I just, I just never had a chance to really go out there and really hang out and meet a lot of actors. Uh, I remember meeting you at a, at a, at a barbecue or cookout for Dorian. And, you know, it, and that's the first time I remember, and it was years, you know, this has been years now, but that's when then I didn't see, I didn't see you again until, you know, until we worked together on cage. Or at least I don't remember because, you know, you normally you think you cross paths with somebody, but, you know, at some point I, I just never crossed paths with you again. But I remember I was like, yeah, that cat. So I remember there was something about you. I was like, you had a style and you had an energy about you. And, and you know, when you see somebody, you go, OK, yeah, you're going to see this person again. And so and of course, they were like literally 15 years, probably 15 years that passed or something like that. Or not like at least 10 before I saw you it, again. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, yeah. Between 10 and 15. It was a, it was a minute. Now. Yeah. You, you, you also, when I think about you, I go, Hey, you know, the first thing I think of myself is where are you? That's the first thing I think, like, where, where is move? Like, it it could be like, you know, like I never think about you as a New Yorker. I don't think, I don't know necessarily. You probably see yourself as a New Yorker, but I see you always, you're somewhere else. You you travel the world. You know, you obviously filmed in New Zealand. Um, Last time I talked to you, you were in Amsterdam, you know, you, you, you know, when you were from there, you were there. Now you're in New York, I guess. Um, Sometimes you're in LA. Do you feel like you have a home that you sort of go, this is where I'm going to rest my head? Or do you just like being, you know, like, a, a you know, a, um, a, a traveling 
sort of uh, I, I don't I don't want to say the word gypsy. That might be offensive to some people, but yeah. you just want to you know you you yeah you know you're moving. So a yeah. nomad, you know, nomad. Like definitely, like there's some gyp- I will say nomadic gypsy tendencies for sure. I I yeah. enjoy that. And I do. I, I enjoy being in different places and doing different things. Um, it definitely satisfies my need for uh, variety and, you know, and prevents boredom. So that's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of having a home like ish, I mean, I always think of mm-hmm. Harlem as like the headquarters. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, it, but, you know, like I don't like to just go sit there that often. So, like, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, how much is that home? And I, I started to, I'm starting to think about you know, do I need some land? You know, uh-huh. so so to answer your question, I mean, I don't really feel like I got a home, but I feel like I've got touch points that make me feel pretty grounded. So, like, that's enough for now, you know? I mean, rest mm-hmm. with it, really. Okay, so when you said land, that's, that made me think to myself. I said, I'm thinking to myself, would you think about moving off the grid, you know, like living off the land? Like, do you, are you a city guy? Do you, are you committed to the city or do you see yourself perhaps disconnecting and, and just coming coming and joining the civilization when you need to, because you, you do well on your own. Like you do well alone. I think I know that about you. I, I don't mind being alone, but I think you even more so can be alone for longer periods of time and still be completely content. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's definitely one of my superpowers for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's so, so much of a strength as a weakness sometimes, but, <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? but, um, I, I, oh, yeah, to answer the question, yes. Like, I'm like, going back full circle, you know, to my, like, villain and, and, and good guy. I feel like, you know, it's all about balance, man. You know? um, like, I'm, I am a New Yorker. And when I go in there, I feel that charge. Like, it ain't nothing like, you know, spring in New York and autumn. Like, you know, like, in the city, that collective energy is something that I really appreciate that you can't, you can't really duplicate if you're off the grid. But I do feel like being off the grid gives you a chance to like get back to yourself um, and, you know, just, just tune in. So I feel like between the two, you know, is where, is where my sweet spot is. Mm. Well, um, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up with this question. Well, I'm gonna, it's, it's really a comment and a question. Um, I, I think I talked to you about this earlier or, I, or I've noticed it. I read about the trades you're working or I don't know if you filmed it or work or working on it or what the stage is right now, but I know you have a project coming up with Wilson. Um, and, uh, I, I'm going to work with him. I worked with him years ago. Uh, well, okay. I'm obviously a generous guy. Um, you work on a project called emancipation, right? I believe that's what mm-hmm. it's called. Okay, cool. Yeah. So this is a, this is a, a movie slet, set during the time of, you know, um, slavery, correct? Yeah, Civil War, yeah. Oh, Civil War. Okay, so wh- who do you play in this in this story? Um, and give your first time with that so I can get, so get a speed on that. Um, I play a real, it's a real dude. Um, he's mm-hmm. also playing a real dude. Um, okay. It, it's, he, well, for me, I'm playing uh, Captain Andre Caillou, who was one uh-huh. of a, uh, one of the first black generals of the first black regiments in all of the uh, United States Army. Um, he a swaggy cat uh, from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he used to be like, you know, as a businessman, went to school in Paris. So he's like, mm-hmm. you know, educated. Well, so it's a, it's a pretty cool character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and basically he's, he's leading this regiment in the Civil War. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's pretty much what I'm doing in the movie. 
Awesome. Well, th- this story sounds uh, like a unique uh, twist on a on a on a, a recurring theme. Um, do you do you do you feel like these stories are very important, and that w- within these kind of you know stories, do you think that it's it's a there's a there's a there's a desire for it, a hunger for it, and should they be told um, as much as possible? Do you do you think these stories are you know something that you want to make sure that are told? Is this one of these kind of stories? Um. Well, you know, I have I had mixed feelings about it. You know, for me, mm-hmm. I was like, I never want to do a slave movie ever. You know, like mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was, I was so dead set on it. And um, when they yeah. sent me this, they they gave it was for a particular role, and like I was, I actually got pissed. I was like, man, I yeah, of course. Cool. You know, I was, <laughs> I, I'm yeah. so diplomatic, man. Like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying? so like, but you threw like, you threw the strip back. You like, don't send me this. Tell me, send it to me. You didn't even read it. You already telling them how dare you. Man, I was just like you. Like I read the whole thing, so I the fuck for this character. But yeah, I was nah. I'm good. And then the agent came back and was like, "Well, what character would you do?" And I was like, "What? Okay, Mm -hmm. okay." So I was like, I went through, and I was like, "Uh, only one that I would play, you know, other than you know the one Will's playing is yeah, yeah, is is this guy Caillou? But I apparently." Mm -hmm. He's biracial or some shit. And he was like, no, uh-huh. no, 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 no. Audition for that. And so, okay. you know, like the way, the, 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 the twist on this is that it's a thriller, you know? So yeah. like, it, it's not, it's at a different pace completely than a lot of uh, other slave movies. So I was, I dug that and I just dug everybody mm-hmm. who was involved in it. And then Caillou, like, I, I feel like, if if anybody if ever in that realm of 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 of, of storytelling like this is the this is the role to play so I had uh-huh. to like go all right Mustafa like you know be flexible um, mm-hmm. you know it is a good script I just didn't the, the yeah. things I didn't didn't like the role that they initially wanted me for um, in terms of this story being told I feel like we might be done you know uh-huh. like I think you know because. I mean, not that it can't be told again in a different way mm-hmm. we have. Because, I mean, how many Holocaust movies have there been? You know what I mean? How many, um, you know, takes on other historical events? have? I mean, if we want to do yeah. that, do we blue in the face? Fuck, fuck it. Let's just do it. But I yeah. feel like there, there is stuff that predates that time and mm-hmm. stuff that actually happened after that time that are a, a lot of powerful stories that haven't been told yet. So I feel like mm-hmm. in order to out the lexicon we need to like broaden the focus um mm-hmm. so in terms of that like i feel like yeah i i don't think i'll ever want to do another slave film you know what i'm saying i feel like this is my quota um but <laughs> well, no, listen, never never say never because you know we're having this conversation right you, okay and, take that and as record. soon as take that off okay. the record because <laughs> i don't want to i don't want they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna offer me a role i can't yeah. refuse Yes, it yes, was, just because oh, you said this. Oh, right. you said what he said. Okay, well, He's let's just give him this plump <laughs> superhero <laughs> slave. Right, superhero slave. <laughs> He's a slave, I'm unbreakable like, all right, slave. I'm on, I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they whip him and he beats everybody up. And every, every time right, he hit him, exactly. he beats everybody. You're like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> you if, put it that if way. It must be done. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, well, um, look, man, I'm, I, I'm not keep you, man. I, I enjoyed this conversation because, you know, obviously, like I said, I haven't talked to you in a minute, but it's funny because I'm getting a lot of conversation, a lot of information that I wanted anyway. 
And I'm, I'm just like happy I got a chance to connect with you, man. Because it's funny. I was, uh, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, yo, man, you got some really nice skin. And it's weirdest things that remind me of you. And I go, well, you know, I know this, this friend of mine. <laughs> I was go, yeah, he's a, he's a vegan. And he, he's the same age as I am. And I saw him one day and I go, wait a minute, this cat's the same age as me by five days. And I'm looking at him going, uh oh, what's he doing that I'm not doing? And I realized <laughs> that you were living a clean life. And I go, <laughs> I go, okay, he's not eating meat. He's not doing this. He's doing. And so the influence is, is still with me. So um, thanks for that. Thanks for that. Um, Absolutely. You, know, you, you, you keep me on the straight and narrow. A lot of times I'm like, okay, I can't put that in my mouth and I cannot drink that because this is this is not what Moo's doing. And I got I to keep, keep, keep pace. I got to keep pace. Angel pops up on your shoulder. That's hilarious. Yes. Yes, man. Yes. Oh, absolutely, man. Well, this is um, super cool. Glad that you got to do it. Um, yeah, this is a, I like this format. This is really easy. So, cool. Cool, man. Well, thanks, man. We're we gonna get together at some point when you, you know, when you stay put one day, and or, or we're gonna work together again. That'd be even better. So yeah, hopefully, exactly, right? Hopefully, like, yeah, yeah. Get paid <laughs> and hang out. Paid to pay to play. This is the, this is the dream. <laughs> this is the yeah. dream. For more interviews and features with some of the most engaging personalities in TV and film, music, sports, and culture, go to squaremile.com.